Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Waiting to Exhale. I watched the second half of Waiting to Exhale. And this is is the the other half. just have trouble relationship troubles all the time always you can't get away from them and you just always are miserable because every guy fucking sucks no because i i'm a straight guy and oh. a <laughs> it sounds like you're avoiding a lot apparently 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 uh, it's fucking rough out there especially for a uh, 30 year old women too yes who are single or going through uh, or or becoming single yes yeah or constantly just in the relationship cycle yeah. of going in and out of relationships all the time sounds fucking terrible yeah yeah well why don't we hang out with four women who are going through that same issue yeah, and and all the terrible men that they have to deal with. Yeah. And also, I, I don't know, this movie is pretty fucking cheesy and goofy, but I, there were moments where I'm like, yeah, this is actually, I don't know, this kind of works. Like, I, it's, it, you yeah. feel bad for him, and you're just like, yeah, fuck these guys. So, these guys are fucking parasitic, and I know people like this, you know? So it's like, ugh. This movie was from our friend Mariah, who yeah. recommended. And she recommended, what else before she recommended? Don't Be a Menace. Don't Be a Menace, which we loved. Oh, there's one other one I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. But she's um, recommended good films. Yeah, good films. Yeah. And uh, she said this is a terrible good movie that every... <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what it is! <laughs> that every mom and auntie of the 90s has seen. Yes. So... Well, actually, yeah, this sort of fits into... Because, like, Mariah, she has a pretty good understanding of, like, what to recommend us for films. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, yeah, like, almost every movie she's recommended, we that we've either enjoyed or enjoyed in a way that she suspected we would. Yes. Um, but also, I think we did a recent thing where like can you send us more like 90s movies you know yeah. like mid to late to early 90s films and this f- falls almost right, right in smack there. dab in the middle of it and it feels like, like it the smooth r&b oh my on the god back. i was like oh man i feel like i've walked to the side of the record store and like been like yeah okay yeah <laughs> or turned on the radio and you got that channel and you're like okay even yeah. just like the the way people dress or the interior decorating like yeah. it just feels it just feels like my childhood yeah it does. But, like early childhood like mm-hmm. mid 90s childhood it's fucking weird man. it is very weird uh yeah but i agree with her it's like there's not there's the movie is too long it way too long the movie is way too way too long and i think the reason for that is it's directed by forrest whitaker forrest whitaker this is one of his first films this is his first theatrical film i think he had done another movie before this but i think it was on like hbo or something Uh and then he was the first choice to direct this movie um, so this was his first like theatrical film, and uh, I I suspect that when you get somebody mm-hmm. who is an actor to direct a film, primarily like a movie like this where you have a lot of really good actors, mm-hmm. like Angela Bassett in this movie is fucking incredible. Yeah, she's really good. Um, you just let the scene play out. Like you, there's no, you know, when, when you, you just let the characters find the scene and like you just let that scene you go just let people hang out you know and you don't you don't ask for it to be faster nope. you just let it just pacing happen. who cares, who cares? You're, you're watching masters at work i've got like a, a, a seven minute r&b song that can play during the entirety of this scene <laughs> why would i cut it oh, down man that's yes that's 100 percent true <laughs> we paid for the license of this song we're gonna pay the whole thing in the back wonder what like how much money was spent Getting, getting royalties because like literally every almost every scene has a song under this it. movie also has a very weird directing style to it like it feel it feels like i'm kind of like cruising hmm. and like peeking in on other people's lives and yeah. just kind of like 
meandering through. It's yeah. hard to describe, but the way know. it's like edited together and the edited, way the yeah. scenes are like extended out, and you're jumping between these four women who occasionally intertwine. Yeah. At least in my half. Yeah, same. Um, but most of the time, kind of are doing their own thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of feels like you're just meandering through this storyline that doesn't quite line up with each other, but then sometimes it does. It kind of, it kind of. Sorry, sorry. It feels like uh, you're looking at like different sets on a play. I was, I was gonna say yeah. the movie feels like, and maybe it was, but it feels like a stage performance. Yes, like most dialogue scenes in this movie are just two characters in one set either sitting uh, across from each other or next to each other. And they're just talking like they're just having a conversation yes. with each other. And, you know, some, sometimes there'll be like a little bit of business. Somebody stands up, somebody's doing something else. But like most of the time, it's just two people talking and like the, it's a simple two shot. There's hardly any like long takes too. usually no. the, the dialogue is between two, two shots. Yeah. Um, and there's very little like, film language in this film like most no. most of the dialogue is shot very straightforward it feels kind of like a soap opera at times yeah like it's shot that. like that and yeah. uh, just way the dialogue works between people yeah it feels a little melodramatic like yes well yeah i, I was gonna say that too it feels like a even melodrama. the acting is a little bit like melodrama yeah it's yeah. a little over the top sometimes can which be is fine can be Not um always. but like like i think there was only one shot in the movie that felt really theatrical where uh so there's a guy named marvin i think he's introduced in your half of the movie and a lady named gloria dude, there are so many dudes i can't keep okay well marvin's cool gloria likes marvin he's like a mover oh yeah yeah he's new yeah he's so, like just um at the end of the movie they wind up together okay good I mean, uh cool. and there's one shot this is the only shot i think where the care the, the, the camera doesn't follow the action of the characters where they're on a couch together and then gloria goes over to kiss him and they like lean out of the shot and the camera just stays where it is and then starts to track towards like a window but it's just like that's like the only shot in the yeah, whole movie that that's, feels doesn't seem like it would fit in the rest of no. the movie to me although the the movie has a lot of interesting again i don't think forrest whitaker is like a good director of film like no. like like cinematographer like there's i i counted there's there's four exact same shots of to the point where i was like is this like a meaningful thing where the camera starts on a wall where we see artwork usually like uh like it's it's usually like some kind of like painting mm -hmm. and then the camera will track to the side and then we'll see the scene occur to the right of the artwork. Usually the artwork's in the foreground, sometimes it's in the background, but usually we just see the artwork first thing, full frame, and then the camera will track and then we'll get the scene of dialogue. And yeah. sometimes the camera will return to where it was earlier. Which I think lends to what you think of like the the feeling like we are a third party sort of sneaking in and looking at it and then returning. And that also is something that is like a very soap opera yeah. transition too. Because yeah, yeah, when yeah. you describe that, I'm just thinking of like seeing all those old soap operas in the nineties. Yeah. That I would, you know, try to get through <laughs> skip through and be like this isn't sesame street this is all my children or whatever yeah 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 yeah. general hospital um and yeah and so like you know cheaply shot kind of just getting the quick transitions because you have to have them right but not like very few super concentrating and on then it. it's only it's really only a way of getting to the dialogue scenes yes. Uh, and then the dialogue scenes sort of play out, usually in two shots, hardly ever in a one take. And then it will return to where it was or just cut to some other thing. And then yeah. we'll go back to that. Um, yeah. So really, the movie, and honestly, too, I think the writing is, it's earnest. It's a little bit goofy. Yeah. Uh, but I th it's not, it's not 
is it i don't know if it's bad it's just too it just feels a little too it's earnest too sappy yeah it's real fucking l- sappy real sappy shit like and, and, and people and are sorry yeah. it's also weird to have i believe this is written by two men really uh, i think so Let i think it was, i thought it was written by a woman oh you're right never mind sorry there's one woman and one man yeah so that makes sense but i felt like the dialogue in the um like in their heads and stuff i was like this is this that is weirded lot. me out too because i think i only heard one inner monologue the entire film oh, it was in a lot in oh really like okay a lot um, that's the other thing it's weirdly inconsistent as far as that goes too it's, it's a strange it's a strange movie it's a strange movie but did I, you look it up as if it was like a street a, a stage play or it's anything? not wow that's fucking it's not at all stage nuts play. to me not at all yeah it's its own original thing that's crazy to me it feels weird because um, this would work as like a series of like scenes right that's what i was thinking it just feels like a short cruise through um like just because a bunch of different scenes and collections of people's lives it like honestly it reminds me of like uh it reminds me of what's the fucking movie we saw with the uh, steel magnolias like it feels like Steel Magnolias, but just with people of color. Kind of. You know? I feel like Steel Magnolias had more of a central theme going through it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. It this, had it this, had more story direction. It has more story direction. This yeah. just kind of feels uh, aimless. Yeah, 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 yeah. And meandering. Not, meandering. That's the word. Yeah. Not aimless, because there's clearly a point in this movie. But I. I What's just, the point? Men suck. Men are bad. Men are bad. Sometimes. Men, some men are bad. Some men are bad. Uh, yeah. So the reason this is called waiting to exhale is because you're just holding your breath the whole time until like a guy becomes shitty. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That's pretty much what it means. Oh. And then you can like be like, okay, I feel comfortable with this guy. I can I exhale. See. I don't have to like worry about him being a piece of shit. Right, right, right. You can be yourself around exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't happen very often, at least in my house. No. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, yeah. And what I was going to say too about the writing is the dialogue is very goofy, but I think it's also a thing of like, this is how people wish they this is how, how how people wish they could talk in moments of stress and 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 like heightened motion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've been in a place Everyone's where, very eloquent yes, with their statements. Very thoughtful. Like there's one part that really really spoke out to me where uh Winnie Houston, she's one of the Savannah. Yes. She's talking to her mom and her mom wants her to get in a relationship with some guy and she yells at her mom and she's like, I will not do what you want me to do, you fucking bitch, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Hangs up the phone. And she calls back and she's like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to yell, but I wanted to say that uh, everything I said before I insulted you was true, but I don't want to respect disrespect you. And then the mom's like, it's okay, honey, I understand. And she's like, nobody talks this way. No. Like, this is not how people talk. Like, it's they weird. fall over their words. They trip. Yeah. They, you know, they, they, they're not as eloquent. Nobody is, is, is this eloquent. Um, but I think that's also like, kind of fits the r&b soundtrack that's going through the whole thing mm. you know it's very smooth the the way people talk is very smooth and yeah. not as uh the dialogue jarring. Is, is, is 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 written in a very smooth way yeah exactly yeah. almost yeah. like lyrics man oh yeah 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 oh, damn. the other thing it reminded me of was the room a little bit oh no because <laughs> you had r&b oh yeah you had especially during lovemaking scenes very the room uh and just the way the set looked you some hit. of the dialogue like it isn't as bad as the room is but again it's very much like the room where it's like a lot of the dialogue feels very ADR. fake. And a, yeah, a lot of ADR in the dialogue. A lot of ADR. I'm not saying this is like a dig on the movie. It's just like, it, it kind of reminds me of The Room as far as like, The Room is very much of the same time as this. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Tommy Wiseau saw this movie and was like, I want to make that, you know? <sighs> but about beautiful. But instead of about like four black women, it's going to be about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. Me and only me. Yeah. And else drugs are bad or something. Yeah. Or who knows. So anyway, so tell me about 
the the four characters. You got Gloria. You got oh, yeah. Savannah. So we got, we're introduced you to got, our four characters, which is nice because they actually label them underneath oh, when they're being introduced. Good. That's good. Um, not the very first time. The very first time they're giving like a cool RC shot, and I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I gotta figure it out. But mm-hmm. um, Bernadine. Yeah, so you're introduced with Savannah, who's like driving in with a cool car. She's got the R&B station going. Mm-hmm. Then you have Bernie, who's a mom, and she's like, I'm so busy. I have to clone myself because I got so much stuff going on. And yeah. this is all on New Year's. This is taking place. Okay. New Year's, New Year's the movie Year. ends on New Year's. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and then you got uh, Robin. Robin, yeah, that's Robin, right. I always forget about Robin. Who just walks by a bunch of guys and go, whoa, because she's a hot one. Yeah. And uh, her weakness is pretty boys with big sticks. That means so many different things, Mike. Oh, like uh, they have canes? Yeah, they get the likes big. She likes blind people, a lot. <laughs> blind dudes. Love canes or old men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah those stupid guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or super villains. <laughs> Her three options basically. She's got a type. Um, and then you have. She wound up with a super villain in my half of the movie. Oh no! Fucking Russell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about Russell. Russell's a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not surprised. We'll see. Yeah. Um, then we got... Uh, Gloria. We got Gloria. She's a mom, She's a mom as well. One of the other moms. Her son is like, I think, 18, supposed to be 17. 17 years old. Yeah. And he's played... By the guy from Scrubs. Yeah, the Scrubs guy. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Donald Donald Faison. Okay. That's how you say his name. But okay. yeah, the guy from Scrubs. Yeah. And he looks like a little scrub in this movie. He's he so does. young. He's a little baby He's a little boy. guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... I'm just gonna go through the through it chronologically. Okay, I didn't do that. But what we'll, did you do it by? I did it by character. Okay, I could do character. I have it all written down here by character too. Okay, cool. Um, but they do intersect sometimes. That's what I did. Is I went through by character, and then when they intersected, I stopped, and then I went through by character. Okay, again. I can do that. That's all right, fine. cool. Um, so we start off with uh, Savannah, who's played by Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. and says she's so good in this. Really? I don't know. I feel like she's just overshadowed by Angela Bassett, who just oh, fucking slapped it. It was just, amazing watching yeah. Angela Bassett work in this film. Like that's the thing is she ele- she worked and elevated this so hard that I'm like <laughs> no one else is like up on her level. No, and it is, they're it, not it, even like bad bad. They're just like like fine. they're fine. And then Angela Bassett pops in and it's just like all right, here you go, motherfucker. Holy act. shit! And yeah. like it's kind of amazing too because it's almost like every actor she's with also is elevated by just being around her. Like there's a scene where she's she's I don't know if you ever see her kid. But um, in my half, there's a whole scene with her and her, her little girl. And, like, uh, you know me? I'm not a big fan of, like, kids in movies. But even the little girl in the movie felt very, like, real when she was around Angela Bassett. Yeah, like, that was her real I, kid. Was it really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I believe this girl. Like, I believe everybody in this but scene. But I got you. You believed it. I would believe it, man. Yeah. Angela Bassett's fucking magic, man. But anyway, back to Whitney anyway, Houston. Sorry. Whitney Houston. Uh, she's Savannah. Like, I can't believe I asked God for a man and he gave me john jacob jingle whatever you know like four people and mm-hmm. it's like and god has some explaining that dude <laughs> and that's basically one scene of her just getting ready for that mm-hmm. um and she goes what is the opening shot of the movie the opening shot yeah it's like, did you say it was like artsy or something oh maybe i was kind of artsy it was <laughs> okay. yeah 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 because she opened up it opened up originally with like this intro between all four of them like really quick but it's just the desert because they're in arizona right it's a set they're in the desert mm-hmm. so they're just showing what are they like, doing in the desert they just live there. Oh, well, I you know, but like the shot of them. In the oh, desert. well, it's just, it's honestly, it's just uh, Whitney Houston's character is driving in a car. Oh, okay. Like okay. it's nothing, it's nothing right home about. All right. Um, so then she goes to um, some sort of like dinner party mm-hmm. and is like, in her head, she's like, I'm single and desperate and have no morals and I'm going to steal your man. And she's <laughs> like, 
Everyone in this movie is kind of shitty in some ways. <laughs> like they're all like, "I'm just gonna steal men and take them over and treat them like shit." This but I'm is like, Savannah saying this. Um, yes. Okay. And um, she says this while she sits down at a table, and mm. everyone's like, oh, "I can't believe you're here to steal our man." I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm glad they know that." <laughs> yeah, at least they're aware. Down. Yeah, gave him a fair warning. Yeah, she um, sees someone she knows named Lionel, and slow dances with him, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she says. Now I can finally exhale because I like him or he's cool. There you go. Um, sadly, his friend Denise shows up and he's and Denise is like, "You never danced with me, Lionel." And then it's like, "Well, that's ruined." As there soon as you go. exhale, as soon as you let your guard down, yeah, yeah, someone's yeah, gotta come and mess it up. I see. Okay, um, well, that makes a lot more sense in the film then. That does make sense, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, so then we got Angela Bassett, who's called Bernie. Bernie, yeah. Uh, her her scene at the beginning is the most soap opera shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> she's sitting, getting ready for a New Year's Eve party in her head. She's like, I don't want to go to this New Year's Eve party. I would just love to do anything if we canceled it. So her husband shows up behind her and is like, hey, how would you feel about not going to, to the New Year's Eve party tonight? And she's like, ooh, that sounds great. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to the party but not with you. What the fuck? I'm, she says, referring to another she, that she's going to be lonely tonight, so I figured I'd bring her. Whoa. Yeah, I know. What a way to reveal <laughs> that you're, like, cheating on your wife. Yeah. Um, and so, Is this how he reveals it to yes! her? Yes. What the fuck? Yeah, and, he, and she's like, it's that, like, secretary of yours, isn't it? Because he's, like, rich and runs a company that she also, I guess, started somehow. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so she's mad. She's, she's mad about that. Yeah, un- mad and understandably about that. And um, fucking weird. Yeah, it's so it's so weird and so soap opera. Cool. Like he just stands there like a villain, like yeah. just like yeah, I'm just gonna break up with you like this, and I'm done hiding or whatever. Oh my god. Um, and then you got Robin who's just hanging out alone on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. with her dog, and he's like, I had a man, but he cheated on me. It's like obviously Chloe was serial someone who's trying to date and just not going right. So do these girls know each other? Yes. I don't quite know how. They just seem to. Okay, they're just friends. Because it was just like, it's weird that they're not all hanging out on New Year's together. Yeah, right? Yeah. They're like friends, but I guess, I mean, when you're like older, I guess. It's kind of hard to get like, people oh, together. Let's get everyone hanging out. It's like, okay. no, we all got different things and we're dating different people. Right, right, right. Um, anyway, so now we're introduced to Gloria, um, who is staying home with her son, mm-hmm. um, who was like, I want to go out tonight. And she's like, all right, fine, but you've been doing poorly on your grades. And you've been slipping up. He's like, whatever. I'm going to go out. And I'm going to, like, the party happens at midnight. So I'll be back after that. And she's like, I don't like this. <laughs> By the way, your dad is coming on Tuesday. No. He's like, my dad? I never see my dad. He sucks. I hate him. You're like, I just haven't seen him in two years. And mm. she's like, and he implies that, like, she only wants him over so he could, she could sleep with him. <laughs> sort of thing. And she's like, okay. No. She's like, no. Anyway, so then we cut to a scene with all of them, which mm-hmm. is uh, Bernie... And oh no, not not Bernie actually. In fact, it was, I believe, Robin and Gloria. Okay. In the same like salon. Okay. And this guy named Joseph comes in and like is like, "Have you heard about Bernie and what happened?" And then they all call Bernie and like, "Oh my god, get over here, hang out um, with us." Yeah, like, we, "Are you doing okay?" And she doesn't answer. She listens to the voicemail messages. Bernie does. Mm-hmm. And then. Like the room tears apart everything. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. dare you betray me? <laughs> I'm fed up with this world. world. I can't believe she said it like that. It was beautiful. <laughs> he left his uh, coat jacket on the bed. And she started humping it. It was crazy. <laughs> then she opens up a box and they gutted it. Yeah, she God, God forgive, God forgive me. me. And then yeah. she says something. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> um, 
No. So she tears apart everything, not quite tearing apart, but actually putting it all in his car. And I'm like, what is she doing? Mm. And then she starts beating off all these things that are like clearly red flags. Like why I think this movie is trying to kind of say is that like, you really need to take red flags seriously. <laughs> Cause like there are so many ways they, the women over time justify like, Oh, I could fix him. Oh, he'll get better. Right. Oh, maybe he's actually okay. Right. Um, but then, like, actually, when they do betray us, like, I've seen it all along, you know? I knew this was going to happen. Because right. she starts, but she's, like, throwing stuff in the car. She's like, he was counting all those times we made love 732 times after he told me he was counting after 52. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, That's what? Weird. Yeah. Why, was, why would anyone count how many times they had He's sex with a somebody? weirdo. Like, fuck? she implies that, like, this guy's a narcissist and loves himself. Not even, like, serial killers are as narcissistic and uptight. Mm. Um, That's so weird. It's very strange. Um, and then she also is like upset at him for sending her children to an all white school where there's they're the only black kids there. Is this Bernadette or uh, Berna? This is Bernie, yeah. Bernie. So then this is one of my favorite parts of the movie is she gets all stuff in the car, puts right. it out in the driveway, and then um, lights up a cigarette. And then using that same match, she lights a cigarette, throws it in the throws it in the car with all the clothes and stuff, and just lets on her oh, walks shit. away. And it's just a shot of her and like hot lingerie like walking away and like from this car that's on fire oh my god and i'm like all right that's pretty baller <laughs> that's pretty cool i'm kind of surprised like that is never mentioned in my half of the movie here just lighting a car on fire apparently he's so rich he doesn't care yeah um, fair. and the the uh fire department comes by and they're just like hey you can't burn anything but trash in your like on your own property and she's like it is trash like, all right oh that's um, pretty good and it won't happen again yeah so then we cut to robin Mm-hmm. And Robin is brought a dude over. Right. And this guy we know as Wendell Pierce, a.k.a. Bunk from The Wire. What? Little little baby Bunk. Bunk is not in my half of the movie. Uh, there's a reason why. Um, he dies? Yeah, she kills him. Robin kills him. <laughs> like, I'm robbing you blind. <laughs> Mugs him and murders him. He, he goes home and he's just like, I smell like pussy. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, you shouldn't trust that guy. He's going to smell yeah. like pussy at some point. <laughs> did he light up a cigar at any point? <laughs> no, he did not. Fuck, he man. He actually plays like a little nerdy guy with glasses. Aw, I love that. Um, but Robin is so mean in her head. Like, I know this is probably something a lot of people think or whatever, but it, he's, you know, he's a larger guy. Yeah. So she's just like, I can't believe I'm going to let this guy who I picked up from my marketing department. Um, like, cause she runs the marketing department or something got yeah. promoted and like, he's working in it too. Um, and she's like, I can't believe I'm going to get with this guy. He's so fat. And like, hey. I know exactly. And, uh, I hope he doesn't touch me at all. Oh. And I'm like, why are you here then? Yeah. Like just don't go out with him. Um, and then they're, but still she's like, okay. And he's like really bad at sex mm-hmm. and like puts on a condom and then he gets ready to rock, and then he bangs, and she obviously is not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And then he nuts. Uh, they got a great shot of him, like, just coming. below. And, yeah, he's pouring sweat and coming. It's, like, really, like, man, this is a lot. I love that. This is a lot. Even The Wire <laughs> wouldn't show this. Um, <laughs> and he likes to be called Big Papa. Uh, and then afterwards, he's like, tell me about yourself a little more. Like, he's like, I really like you a lot. She's like, well... Here's all my dreams. I want to have babies. I want to have a cool house. I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it sounds like a lot. And he's like, that's it. I can provide all that to you more. And she's like, oh, wow, that's attractive. <laughs> and like, let's get down then. And they start making out. And then she finally is like in the mood now because he's like listening more and not right. being so like. He's being a good guy. Not Yeah, being kind of good. Yeah. Um, Why is he in my half of the film then? You'll see. Yeah. 
It's actually really funny. I think really bad how they write them out, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I can't wait. So then um, Savannah comes over and visits Bernie, who's just watching old videos of their anniversary. Mm. And they're like, we need to wake up. Some of us are still in this like dream trip, which I think implies like we're all like thinking things are going to be good. And we need to get more realistic. Right. Shit. Right. And then another person that we know comes in um, to Gloria. Her mm-hmm. ex-husband shows up. Who's her ex-husband? By um, Giancarlo Espinito. What? He's in there. What? I know. I it's it's, a, big it's amazing how he uh, just personally us two watching movies. He's yeah. like popped up in so many different roles. Yeah. In like the '90s, and we just didn't even hear about him. Like, we just I feel didn't like even know he wasn't put on the map until Breaking Bad, at least in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Once Upon a Time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We should have been. You know, we should have been watching Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Um, oh my god, I had no idea. Which that's is funny because he's also weird. uncredited. Like he was, I, I read, looked on IMDb. I'm like, I recognize him. That's him, right? And I was like, double checked, and yeah, he's in there, but he's not credited, which is very strange. That's I don't really know why. weird. Um, is he in it a bit? I mean, he's not in my half of the movie, but is he? No, he's, he's only in it for a little bit. Oh, but, but basically, he comes through and is like, "Hey, what's up?" And Gloria's all excited, and she, he's like, "Hey, where's my son? I want to see my son." She's like, "Oh, he's coming tomorrow." He's like, "Okay," and he gets up to leave. She's like, "Wait, wait, wait!" But you could stay the night like you did last time. And he's like, "Listen." Listen here, woman. I'm I've been bisexual my whole life. She's like, You have? It's like, and now I'm just gay. <laughs> and she's like, What? <gasps> how could you say that? He's like, I've lied for so long, but here I am. And she's like, How could you lie to me like this just because you don't want to stay with me? And I'm like, Well, maybe he is Maybe he is maybe gay. Maybe he is gay, but she obviously like downplays it. You know, yeah. like, these people are pretty shitty about that stuff still. Wow. Um, yeah. I had no idea. And he just pieces out and then you never see him again. Huh. So that's that's uh that's interesting. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, and then next, it's funny because what am I happy? She's talking about her husband who lives. He, she's like, he lives in California. And I wonder if that's sort of a dig. <laughs> oh on, man, like, probably how like liberal California could be, yeah. San Francisco or whatever. That's interesting. Anyway, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so then the next, a few days later, like Gloria finds her kid in like I guess she lives in like a secondary house, which is pretty dope. Mm. Uh. Getting a blowjob from some lady. Dude, that's super dope. <laughs> and he gets all mad and she's like, Get her out of here. You're ground you're supposed to be grounded for being <laughs> shitty on New Year's. Yeah. And then she's like, I, if if your dad wasn't gay, I would send you to him. And he's like, Wait, what? Dad's gay. <laughs> he's like, Dad dad's a F word. And she's oh. like, Oh, I don't wanna I don't say that word, honey. And he's like, What? The F word, queer, and gay is all the same thing. And I'm like, mm, no, it's not, buddy. <laughs> and then he seems upset. He's like, I can't believe it. My dad's gay. And just starts like yelling it out loud. What the hell? And I'm like, I don't know what's up with this kid. He's very homophobic. Yeah. And, upset. and she's like, I can't trust you for being wild and like crazy and like going out here and getting blowjobs and shit in the <laughs> middle of the day. Like, yeah, you have to get blowjobs at night, yeah. not in the middle of the day. How can you have a trip? How can I trust you on your trip to Spain? And I'm like, I didn't know you was having a trip to Spain, but okay. That's the way this yes. movie just kind of like drops things on you. Yeah. They're That's just, why it feels like we are like another passenger sort of like walking into these That's also scenes. another thing where you feel like a soap opera because no one ever watches the pilot of a soap opera. They get like halfway through and like, oh, this must be someone from the past of an episode I didn't see or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gives it that soap opera vibe. Um, so I uh, cut back to Bernie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bernie's like, I'm gonna sell all dad's stuff, and she's selling all the stuff for a dollar, mm-hmm. like a car, skis, everything for a dollar, yard sale. Okay. And she's just all about vengeance now. 
Uh, so so much vengeance, she actually goes into work, his work, and slaps the secretary he's been sleeping with, nice. and yells at her husband because he's like, "I just got back from the bank, and all you left me was the house to sell." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, sell it. You'll get enough money. I'm not giving you any more money." <laughs> and uh, he's like, "By the way, I'm gonna take the kids every Saturday." And she's like, "Fine, whatever, but just don't let him near that that lady at all because I don't like her. Yeah. She sucks." And uh, that's that's Bernie's deal right now. A lot of a lot of conflict. Very, yeah, going through a divorce. Exactly, or whatever. It doesn't seems like they're not really properly divorcing. They're just kind of yelling at each other. Oh, well, they're gonna divorce. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're in the process at some point. Yeah. Um, and then Savannah's got this guy named Lionel who sucks, but she brings him over because he's attractive. He chain smokes reefer and has no job. Mm. And um, yeah, and then he like has sex with her by literally like getting on top of her. <laughs> Popping it in, doing a couple pumps and just coming. Dude. <laughs> Dude <laughs> and then uh, after he comes, like she's like, that was it. And in her head, she's like, a line I really like, now I'm the keeper at the damn zoo. Because like he comes in her, dude. He's got all these like fucking animals inside of her. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, God. At least that's how I interpreted it. Maybe I'm nasty. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe she... <laughs> I got, like, I got all these monkeys and shit inside me and uh and zebras and giraffes and i don't know oh my god yeah, i don't know I, I honestly don't know why she said that but i i, I, I would never I, have like i don't know that's the best maybe thing I she's come like up with. maybe she's sort of acting like she's had like sex with so many different guys like they're all like different animals you know yeah but she's not keeping any of them yeah that's true I don't know then. Yeah, maybe. It was just so soon after he came. I'm like, it's probably about his jism. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably and her vagina's the cage. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. She's keeping them all. It's like, should have, should have had him wear a condom. Yeah. Gotta be like um, fucking Robin. <laughs> Speaking of Robin, <laughs> this is why you don't date your coworkers, is that she's the boss. Is like, here's our reports at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, he speaks up in the middle of the meeting and is like, oh, did you take a look at the engineering report? She's like, yeah, it looks good. And he's like, well, actually, I found some discrepancies in it. Hmm. And she walks over and is like, oh, he's doing his job. How dare he? What? I know. And I'm like, what? Okay. Like, I mean, he if was, he had done this before, he's you guys... being very professional about yeah. it. He's like not being an ultra dick, I don't think. But I mean, whatever. I wouldn't know, I guess. But I wouldn't know, I guess, either. Is, so. He's not like mansplaining or anything, is he? No. I think he's just like he's pointing like, out an inconsistency. Here's the inconsistency. Yeah. And then he goes on to explain the board after she leaves, like mm-hmm. what's going on. And I'm like, that's fine, but whatever. Okay. Weird. Um. Oh, I skipped over Savannah's last scene. My bad. Before they they meet again, guys, come on. Savannah uh tells Gloria to cut her hair short. Short. Really yeah, she short. has short hair. In my she's half like, you've been growing it for ten years. Why would you do that? And mm-hmm. She's like, I'll do it myself if you don't do it. And Gloria's like, fine, because Gloria's the the hair cutter of the group. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So um, now they all are hanging out at the club, and Savannah's like a free woman. She's like, I'm finally free. I go hang out with anyone. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to go dance. You guys can drink and smoke at home. Like, why are you doing it in this club? Right. And she goes out and dances with a fo- ex-football guy who's like an anchor now. Mm-hmm. And then also a married man. Ooh. He's also an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> He's anchored down himself, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then <laughs> and then Robin's guy, Michael, shows up. Mm-hmm. He's with a girl. And then he's like, and then, but you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. That means Wait, this like, is Bunk? Yeah, Bunk. Okay. And I did realize his name was Michael. Yeah, sorry. I, maybe I never mentioned that. Um, 
And she's like, of the nerve. And I'm like, oh my God. So this is why he's not in your movie half, right? Like, yeah. she sees him with another woman and that's it. But apparently she fired him already. What? And was and like, how dare, how dare you? Like, I already fired him me. and now he's coming in the club with another woman. And I'm like, dude like that's fine yeah like yeah. what are you talking about you fired him he can go do what he wants also that seems really weird to fire a guy for just doing his job but i don't know that's that's why you don't get relationships so, with, with superiors this is the weird thing about this movie too like i feel like at the end of my movie at the, at the end of the film all four women who are like good people have to learn something like for one thing savannah learns to not be fooling around with guys who are in relationships gloria has to learn that um you know her son is almost an adult now he can do what he wants he yeah. can get blowjobs in the middle of the day at night who knows uh-huh. and uh bernie learns basically to like love again and like trust men or whatever okay. or whatever uh and like realize that like men can be like emotional or whatever but like robin's for me at least feels like at the end of the movie's her standing up for herself and like you know, finally, like standing up to guys who are assholes. Sounds like that wasn't her problem. At the, in the, in fact, her problem seems was pretty that, good at that. Yeah, so far in my half of the movie. In fact, her problem seems that she does that almost to the point of it being like a problem. Yeah, um, like because yeah. she seemed to accept him, even though like he was like she was really again she was really mean to him in her head, and even kind of like before that she's like, uh, kind of like, stay off me for now for a bit and just mm. kind of being weird while they were trying to get intimate. Yeah, and so I'm like, I don't, I don't know about Robin. She's a little sus by book. Yeah, I get that. Uh, so anyway, uh, speaking of Robin, she goes out with some random guy with sunglasses at night. <laughs> I don't know his name. Yeah, but she's he's like, yeah, I've only met her for three days, and he goes like, they go to a white party with a bunch of white dudes, mm-hmm. and and the guy's like, hey man. I got the good shit. And he goes, my drugs. Dude. And she's like, if I had to, I would have dated with my older exes if I wanted to deal with this shit. She's like, I want to go home now. And she's like, we just got here. Mm. Um, and uh, he comes back. This is Russell, I believe. Russell. Yeah, he's in my half of the film. Okay. He's a piece of shit. Um, he's, in, he's in a marriage. He's married. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Is that not revealed in your half? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Troy. Truth Troy. Oh, fuck. I, I got him mixed up, I think. I think I mixed up Troy and uh, Russell. Okay. Um, Are they both pieces of shit? I mean, yeah. Troy's a big... I think this is Troy, I think. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. But, there's just so many men. Yeah, there's so many men. Yeah. And she wants to go home, and he's like, oh, I'm good, baby. Like, it's all cool. Uh, I can I can be cool. I want you to meet my mom. She's like, we only met for three days. He's <laughs> like, yeah, but it's great. And she's like, okay, I accept that. Maybe I can fix this guy. Mm. And that's her biggest problem. It's like, you have all these red flags. <laughs> He's being weird. He's literally inviting you to his mom's place. Yeah. It sounds like you're being Seems used weird. as a tool as opposed to like someone he actually wants to be know, with. Be with. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then Savannah's like checking out Kenneth, who's a married man, because Kenneth gave her his mom or her mom. Yes, his Kenneth. Number, her mom number. Is Kenneth the Allstate guy? I have not, I never saw him. Okay. He's in my half of the movie. He's the Allstate guy? He's the Allstate guy. That's Allstate. Stan. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's in my, he plays Kenneth. Yeah. He's the one that's with Savannah, right? I can't remember his name. I used to know his name. I don't know what either. actor's name. But he's the one that's going to wind up Savannah, right? Uh, yeah. I guess Savannah's the one like that it. reached out to his mom. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, Just weird. It's very weird. Yeah. So Glory, Gloria and Bernie hang out at the fair. Oh, shit. Now I'm like questioning. I'm pretty sure it was Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. Does she look like Angela Bassett? I don't know why I just like blanked and would question myself. I'm 90% sure it's Bernie. 
Okay. For some reason, I'm imagining her with longer hair, though. So I'm like, is that the? Am Could I have been Robin. No, it wasn't Robin. Could have been Savannah. Could oh have been Savannah God. or Bernie. I'm pretty options. sure it's Bernie. If I fuck this up, I'm sorry and I apologize. Because there was a very distracting moment in this scene. Which was? Because they're at the fair mm-hmm. and talking about how men suck. And it was like, let's just not get married. And then they're like just watching people race ostriches. <laughs> and I'm like, not like, oh man, put these ostriches and let them run. They're on the ostriches That's riding them. Fucked up. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know you could do that. I thought, <laughs> I mean, ostriches are big. Yeah. I didn't know you could ride them. They're dangerous. That's too. crazy. And they're just like, no big deal. And then like in the middle of them talking, the fair changes over to camel races. And now there's camels running through there. <laughs> camels, I understand that makes sense. But yeah. it's weird. The transition from ostriches to camel races really threw me off. And yeah. I was like, what am I missing at fairs? <laughs> We need to go to some fairs with ostrich racing. Uh, uh, I'm too scared of them getting out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it being like Jurassic Park. And up they just in there. get out and start running around pecking everyone to death. Yeah, fuck that. That's They're half like... the fun. <laughs> Were they holding the ostriches by their fucking necks? I don't really. It was such a sh- quick shot. Yeah, I didn't know how you it was didn't working. even. Yeah, I was just not able to <laughs> Did process not compute, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, again, all my mind was just wiped. I didn't even know who we were talking to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so that happened. Oh, you know what? In my next note, it says talked about how Savannah needs a man, so it must be Savannah. must have been Savannah. <laughs> <It's not Bernie. laughs> uh, I don't know why I wrote Bernie. Probably because there's so many names and it mm. keeps swapping between so many different people. <laughs> uh, so it's talking about how um, Gloria's like, you probably shouldn't sleep with men who are married. Mm. Just, just don't do that. And she's like, I guess I should not do that. <laughs> Um, and then Savannah's on the phone with Robin and Robin's like, I don't know. Troy's kind of nice. He's, uh, you know, he seems good. And Savannah's like, no, he's not. He's not going to admit he does drugs. She's like, he does it once in a while. It's like, he's not going to admit he's addicted. (laughs) Also. And she's like, I also can't find my wallet anymore. And he, what the fuck? And like, dude, come on now. <laughs> Get it together. This is like like stereotypical bad guy. Yeah. yeah. But then she gets a call from Russell mm-hmm. and who's hot and she loves. And he's like, Oh, you want you want some company? And she they come and he smash they smash. <laughs> and uh he's like she's like, Oh, you know, last time he wanted to spend the night, but he couldn't or stay all night, but mm-hmm. he couldn't because he had to take his mom to church in the morning. So he's you know, a good he, guy. He's a good guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's a great a, guy. He's a good guy. Russell's a stand-up man. Oh, I'm very excited to hear, hear more about him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So then you got I don't know, dad dropping off kids at Bernie's place. The kids don't like dad very much. Doesn't seem mm. at least the boy doesn't. The girl seems to tolerate him. Uh huh. And then um, <laughs> Troy comes and is like, "Hey, you want to go to the barbecue?" And Robin <laughs> is on like her second story balcony, uh-huh. looking at Troy, and is like. Get get out of here! You, you got to get out of here. And he's like, I can't believe you're not coming to my barbecue. <laughs> How dare you? What am I gonna tell my mom and my son? And she's like, Son? I didn't know you had a son. What the fuck? And he's like, Yeah, I have a son. She's like, How old is he? Well, he's like 13, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> and he's obviously drunk at this point too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm not coming. You're weird, and you know, I don't, I don't want to do any of this. By the way, so remember how was R&B music? All the time. All, all the time. For some reason, during this scene, they're like, what if we had like quirky, kind of upbeat Disney music the whole time? What the fuck? It's very weird and whimsical <laughs> during this time where this man is like being drunk and mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also just being screaming like- Screaming at a woman. Screaming at her. And she's like, yeah, get out of here. I don't want to go with you. And he's like, yeah, you raggedy bitch. How dare you? And it's like, yeah, see, it's exactly yeah. that. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to throw these melons at you. These oranges I found on the ground at you, you piece of shit. What the fuck? And then he leaves and it's like, do, 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 do. Oh, you know what? It's out. Yeah, it's exactly like the Always Sunny music. It's pretty much like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Wow. Okay. It's very. It's a very strange scene. <laughs> um, always then, exhaling in Philadelphia. Exactly. Yeah. And then we got. Uh, then I'm introduced to Gloria, who's checking out that new neighbor who's moving, who plays Marvin. Like, Marvin, who's like, mm, I'm new. Also, I'm pretending to be the mover, or she assumes he's the mover. And yeah. He's like, no, I'm the guy. I'm a widower. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife died like three years ago. Yeah, and, and apparently his wife was a bigger, a bigger yes, lady. Yes, he's into that. He loves that shit. Did you get to see the, sh- the shot where you just see his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are we just seeing his mouth? What is so attractive about his mouth? It's weird. I don't know. So Anyway, that's the end of my half. They flirt. It's Honestly, it's kind of cute. Like, the guy who plays Marvin, I feel like I've seen him in other stuff. He's actually kind of great in this. Like, I thought I did too, but I looked up his IMDb. I didn't recognize him or anything. Mm, I don't know. Well, I don't know. He He's great, and it's, like, it's kind of funny too because, like, Usually you're attracted to guys because of like their looks or whatever, but it's like she's like obviously like a bit of a bigger a woman. She's got a kid. She's you know all this a single mom, and like literally every time she drops information like that, he's like, oh that's cool. How old your kid? He's eighteen. That's really great. That's cool. He'll be out of the house soon. It's like a bang the whole yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like and then there's this one scene where you just see her face just like overcome with how lucky she is that her neighbor is like into her clearly, <laughs> and so she's like, oh well, I'll bring you a plate. And then he like looks. Yeah, she invites him over for dinner, but he's like, I'm busy. I gotta move all the shit. And he like looks at her butt as she's walking away. And she's like, oh, he's looking at my butt. So it's like she's finally felt like a, a attractive for the first well, time in a really when long your, time. Your husband does not seem ever attracted to you or. Or, you know, even uh, your gender. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's, it's it's sweet. It's a sweet scene. And then um, also the music is bad in this scene as well. I don't know if you picked <laughs> yeah. up on that. It is bad. Well, I mean, it's mostly bad through the whole. It's but like this was not. But this was also not R and B. It was weird. Like oh, it was weird. Like comedy. It just music. never fits. No, it just they pick weird music. That they just ran out of music. So they're just like, yeah, let's put some let's more put some royalty free like, beats in here. I honestly, I feel like Forrest Whitaker was like, okay, there's no like. I was on set and you could feel the emotion. You could feel the intensity. Why is it not here? And it's like, oh, probably because you don't have two actors in the same shot together. You have like this weird shot, reverse shot, and you're not cutting the dialogue in a way that has any like motion to it. He's like, well, how do we give the scene some kind of emotion? Let's just put music over it. You know, like I genuinely feel like that's what happened. So anyway, uh, and then, Marvin goes over to Gloria's and hangs out with her son. And they all, all three of them just hit Aww. it off super well. That's cool. So we go to the divorce proceedings. Uh, Bernie is not going to get enough to cover the mortgage of the house. Oh, this is all, by the way, I just found out this is based on a, a novel. Okay. Well, that makes a bit more sense. A little bit. But, but yes. Yeah. It makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bernie is not going to get enough money to cover the mortgage in order. Uh, but this is only the first, I get. The, I think, I guess it's the first like proceeding of the divorce of like splitting up the money. So, mm. Oh, I didn't mention a scene where she goes and meets with her lawyer. Yeah. And the lawyer is like, he's been putting um, stuff in his name for the last 10 years. That's fucked. Yeah. That's like, fucked. Doing that. So none of it's been joint, um, you yeah. know, like your business and stuff. Yeah. Like, you've been cut out of that. So, so, and she's not getting a lot. And she's also, yeah, she's very upset. So then she goes to get a drink and this guy named James starts chatting her up. And again, this is where I'm sort of like, this is the first real scene of dialogue where I'm like, oh, this is just a movie where people talk. So he sits down next to her and he's just like, hey, pretty lady, like, you know, what do you, what do you, what are you doing drinking over here all by yourself? And she's like, I'm getting divorced and I hate my life. And he's like, oh, you're, you're pretty. And she's like, I'm getting divorced and I'm not interested <laughs> right now. And then he's like, oh, hey, man, I've got a wife. It's no big deal. And I'm like, okay, well, it's weird that he called her pretty. And then he like gets drink and then he calls her brave. And then it's revealed that his wife eventually it's revealed 
that his wife is dying of cancer, breast cancer. And that's why he's just hitting on women because oh, she's dying. Man, that's fucked. But here's the thing is the movie doesn't act like it's fucked. The oh. movie, the movie acts like he's like, she's going to die soon. And he, that's the weird thing about the scene. It's like, and the actor really tries to make it work where it's like, I love her and I will love her for the rest of my life. And she's the only person I've ever loved, but we haven't had sex in a year and she's dying and I want to be there for her, but I'm a man. I've got needs. And so she, he goes to the hotel. It's with, weird. I don't fully disagree with him in some ways. It's weird. And again, it's also, like I also do like morally. I'm like, ah, don't do that. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's a very weird scene and it's very complicated. And again, but this plays over like, I don't know, like 15, 10 minutes of just these two characters. And you just sort of get to know the both of them. Also this scene, if I remember correctly, had no music, which really added to the atmosphere. Like this, this scene, and maybe it's also just because it's Angela Bassett, but like just this scene had like this smoldering, like emotion to it. It really works. So then they go to a hotel room together and he's like, I just got to tell you two things. And they're sitting on the bed next to each other. And he's like, my dying wife is white. And she's like, because <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on this, but his, his her husband left her for a white woman. Yes, and her husband. I did not mention that, but yes, that was something she was right by. And her husband put uh, enrolled their kids into a white school. Yes, I mentioned that. Yes, you mentioned that. But yes. here's the thing that's picked up on is like she feels like there's a lot of like she refers to these guys as like Uncle Toms, like trying to like sell yeah, out their culture like trying for to, white yeah, people. Yeah, basically she said that during her like scene where she's burning stuff, which I just read right now is actually when she's monologuing that whole scene over narrating it, she's improvising the whole thing. Oh, I didn't know that. That kind of makes sense why all that weird shit about like he's been having sex all this amount of time and it's like, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> she does it really well. Um, yeah. What so you, you believe it. But yeah, he's like, I wish you would be a real black man. Is what yeah. she said to him. So right. So she's, like, she's don't betray us. She's got a, a understandably complicated relationship with like you know her culture. And, yeah. And, and 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 like white people. Totally understandable. And this guy drops a bomb saying that he not only is he married to a dying white woman, but he loves her and he's loved her forever and he will never stop loving her. And then they just sort of cuddle and fall asleep together on the bed. They don't even have sex. Huh. And it's actually really great because they're in bed together. And they wake up the next morning cuddling each other and i'm like oh they must have had sex and like put their clothes back on but then the camera this is actually one of the other shots that feels a little bit theatrical is it's revealed that they still have their shoes on so hmm. that shows like they didn't even take their shoes off yeah, like they clearly never just put that back on passed out yeah so it was a cute scene so then we go to savannah and the all-state guy kenneth pops in <laughs> I don't and that guy's name up it's I, I know i know it but i cannot i <sighs> can't put so a life on me when i see it uh so apparently kenneth and her broke up years ago, I guess. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Kenneth and Savannah broke up years ago. And then he reveals that she broke up with him in like a weird way where like she was too polite to break up with him. So like she, the, the it sort of like fizzled out. And then he eventually had to break up with her because he knew that's what she wanted. But now he's back in her life. But here's the thing. she He's like, I've got to tell you this i've got a wife and i've got a kid and they're the most important thing in my life right now but not None so the, important no one that she doesn't want to fuck savannah no you know it's so hard to exhale because it's always just waiting for those guys to drop the bomb and there's that bomb so then it's gloria's birthday and all four celebrate and they drink and they get very drunk mm. then savannah calls her mom uh well 
Kenneth is in bed and he uh she's uh, the mom's running out of money on the phone. I was like, why is she calling her mom while Kenneth's in bed? But I was like, oh, maybe it's just because I don't know. But now I realize it's just because they have a weird relationship. Yeah. And so Savannah's talking to her mom and then her mom drops this bomb saying that apparently Kenneth is getting a divorce. But mm. Kenneth hasn't told this to Savannah. He's still playing like he is married with that woman. Huh. And I, it's revealed that eventually he's, he's basically just doing this because he doesn't want to be locked down anymore. He's, oh. he's basically stringing Savannah along, lying to her. Cool. And so then. You're in good hands, Savannah. <laughs> so what is it? Uh, Gloria's son is going to go to Spain. Marvin supports this, but Gloria doesn't. And what's he going to Spain for? Just a vacation? Or no, he's part work? of an organization where because he plays the he plays an instrument, a saxophone. Sure. And uh, he's basically going to like uh, bring music to different like uh, cultures and stuff like hey, that. Hey, Spain! You ever heard of the saxophone? <laughs> you ever heard of this instrument before? <laughs> you Spaniards? Huh? Uh, but Gloria doesn't like it. But Marvin's like it's fine. Like he's almost a, he's almost eighteen. Like he can do what he wants in his life. He should he should travel. Yeah. And eventually she learns to accept it. And then uh, Russell arrives at Robin's house and he says he still hasn't divorced his wife. And he says that oh that's Troy. Troy calls. Okay. This is, it might have the movie. She gets a call from Troy. I'm like, who the fuck is Troy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so can't believe he's still trying. I know. Well, so it's a whole thing where it's like it's actually now that makes the scene even sadder. So she's so he comes by. Uh, Russell comes by, and he's like, I was just with my wife. She's like, Well, did you? Do, are you are you going to get divorced? And she's he's like, Don't tell me what to do. Like I don't come here for you to fucking talk to me like that. We're just here to smash. Yes, basically. And I got good morals, I guess, even though I'm just here to smash. It's fucked up. It's it's interesting because I feel like she pro- like her problem is she projects all the good things onto mm-hmm. whoever, and because he doesn't say anything, he's like the perfect man because he's projecting all these expectations on him. But then, but then it's like, nah, dog, he's bad. And the worst part is, so then he gets in bed in her fucking bed in her fucking apartment. And then she sort of like lies in bed. She gets a call. It's Troy asking, like hitting her up, going like, "Hey, let's smash." Mm-hmm. And then he, she like slams the phone down. And then Russell's like, "Don't have your boyfriends calling here after eleven or something like that." And she's yeah. like, "Fuck you, fuck you! If you're not gonna fucking get divorced with your wife, like you can't tell me what to fucking do. It yeah. sucks, dude." So then, shit, it's shitty. So then uh, Robin hangs out with Savannah and they're eating like ice cream. And then she reveals that she years ago fell in love with a guy and then got pregnant and had to have an abortion. And it was really sad. Uh, And then Bernadette, uh, sorry, Bernadine, I keep fucking (laughs) Bernie gets a call or gets a letter. I think it is Bernie. It is Bernie. It is not Bernadette. It's something. It is a longer. It's Bernadine. Name. Bernadine. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but Bernie for short yeah. receives a love letter from the guy with the dying wife, saying that she has changed him, made him a better man, and given him a new reason to fight for his wife. Blah 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 blah. And she's he's just like, if you ever, I still love my wife with all of my heart. But if you ever read this, just know that you've made me a better man. And like, it's silly. And then, okay. and then she's crying. And it's actually this part. It's silly. The letter is silly. It's it's one of those things again where like no one's this eloquent and thoughtful. No. Um, but he's so she's crying, and then her daughter walks in and is asking her like insipid questions like kids do and she has to sort of read the letter hide her, the fact that she's crying and talk to her daughter at the same time and then daughter comes in and it's raining outside and then she's like oh it's god's tears and then she's like no no it's not god's tears she he, you know sometimes he just 
he he just he he cries to let us grow or something like that. It's this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it was cute. It was a good scene. So then, yeah, um, I'm sure she killed it. Oh fucking Christ! Of course she does. Uh, and so then the Allstate guy Kenneth meets up with Savannah, that. says that his daughter has the chicken pox. Oh shit! Not, but not the CP. He then says this part. I I gasped when he did this. Oh shit! I'm excited. I gasped. He says so. He's like, yeah, my fucking kids got the chicken pox and my wife i told her the one thing to do was this to take care of our daughter and he's just he's literally just talking about his other family for like a minute just full-on talking about him and then he says but savannah you're the most important thing in my life and i'm like no she fucking isn't really not don't fucking lie to her like that you goddamn asshole you piece of shit and so then kenneth's like but here's the thing even though you're the most important thing in my life i'm gonna have to wait a little longer because uh my wife's now pregnant and with another kid and mm. this got a little bit more complicated blah 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 and then she's like well fuck you i don't want to talk to you anymore like mm-hmm. you're not you're gonna divorce you i didn't already know that you're divorcing your wife and what are you gonna do divorce your wife wind up with me and then go off and find somebody else like me and then divorce me too like yeah, you so can't like be that. held down so then she goes to work and all these women, I think most, I think all the women have like really awesome jobs. Like Savannah works as yeah, like they, a, all, they all make pretty good money. Yeah. And like in, yeah, pretty good places. Like, uh, I feel like, she, yeah. They, I think Glory is the only one. I'm not sure what she does for a living. She but does like, a, she's the hairdresser. Sh- hairdresser. That's but right. she, I think she might own the place. I'm not sure though. It's kind of awesome. Like seeing these women with like kick ass jobs and kick an ass at it too. I mean, yes. But then it's also like, but the most important thing is getting a man. man. Yeah. Even though it's like, Girl. But but here's the thing, you haven't reached the end of the movie. It's yet. true. I don't know what the moral is. Yeah, I, I hope it's love yourself. Dude. It is good. It is. The movie ends. I'm just gonna say this. The movie ends with all four women in better places than they were at the beginning of the movie on New Year's. But here's the thing: they don't spend New Year's with their men. They hang out with each other. They with oh, each other. So that's why they're all hanging out separately in the beginning mm-hmm. and are on unhappy because this New Year's they know what's important and it's it isn't about finding men. Friends, it's about it's the people who are appreciating there. the ones that were there for yeah, you. Yeah, I kind of like that because there's so many scenes of them hanging out with each other and literally just uh, helping each other emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go off and do their own thing, and it's like, huh, you know, they, it seems like the only healthy interactions they have are with each other mm-hmm. while with men, it's just always seems to be some sort of toxic thing, except with uh, Gloria. She well, that's the thing is Gloria's whole thing wraps up with her uh, coming back to Marvin and apologizing. Cause he, she was really rude to him about like her son going off to Spain. Cause she thought he was going to be on her side. He wasn't, but then he's like, I understand where you're coming from. You're right. You told me I was wrong and I want to apologize. And I want to say that I love you. And they, they share the, I love, and then they kiss uh and yeah and then burn uh, uh bernie gets uh her divorce she winds up with a ton of money uh nice which is great and a car and a house and stuff and i guess she doesn't have a job she did well yeah but she did have a job yeah she 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 had like an mba i guess too so yeah it's like, she's she's it's like go go gonna, do, she'll, she'll do be something fine. else she'll yeah. be fine and then russell drops by robbins again and she doesn't let him in she's like fuck you she stands up for herself good and yeah, and then the movie ends with that. The movie ends with uh, with all four women going on the t- desert on uh, New Year's. Uh-huh. And the movie does slow motion, but clearly they were not prepared to actually shoot in slow motion. So they took normal film and they slowed it down frame by frame. So I think it's like a frame a second. Oh, my God. It's choppy as fuck. It's really bad. I and mean, there was no smooth. I don't think they had like high frame rate cameras back talk- then. Yeah, they 
did. They, they, of course they did. They had, the slow motion existed back then. In the 90s? Like, the yes! cameras were really expensive, though, I think. Yeah, they were expensive, but they existed. I guess that's true. Yeah. Like, obviously, they were like, they probably did it would cost on. They're like, we don't want to do that. Yeah, that's fair. I guess uh, right. But yeah, slow motion existed back in the day. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, so they. I don't know. Every, every slow motion scene I've seen in a 90s movie always looks like shit. I think it's because they didn't know what how to how to how to I think they were trying to replicate it. I just don't think they have the good they just didn't have the camera tech there. I just didn't think they could film that quickly because it's all on film. Can you like you have to run that thing hey, through the thing? Hey Ethan, you know huh. I really like uh Die Hard. Die Hard is one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. Remember that scene where the guy's like hanging out the side of the building uh-huh. and then he like drops? <laughs> but he drops like really fast, right? Like he doesn't <laughs> drop in a in a way where you could like really take in his emotion. Okay, okay, you got me, you <laughs> son of the gun. Well, you know what? That probably took place that, that probably got shot way after this film, right? You're right, <laughs> totally. Yeah, all right. Mm. So. Eat my words. But that's I guess I guess when you're filming a movie about women no, talking right. about their problems, you're not gonna buy one. But if you're filming an action movie, you're like, nah, all you're right, r- we could do a. You're right. We you, could do one. Of that's these. clearly what happened. Clearly, Forrest Whitaker is like, there needs to be more emotion here. How do we achieve that? Let's slow the film down, no, and everyone's no. like, okay. okay. Yeah. It looks really fucking choppy. It looks really bad, and then it dissolves out but by dissolves i mean like you see little black dots wow. like go it, like it so looks, even slowed down the dissolve it was bad like oh, it man. was a it was the worst way to end the film <laughs> <laughs> i love that and it kind of fits also with the serial uh, i was gonna say serial killer that's not right <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the soap womanizer opera. Oh, no yeah. it fits with the soap opera uh-huh. because Soap operas were Serial shot. Operas, well, what you're soap say. operas were shot at a higher frame rate. So uh-huh. if you did slow it down, it looked okay for the most part because they're shot at like 60 frames. That's why people are like, it's smooth and looks weird. Right, right, right. Because it's on video, so you could slow that down, and look fine. But like, if you do it on film, it looks like shit. It it looks uh, it looks so bad. Why do they do it so slow? Like they could have probably done it less. Well, I don't even think it was the dissolve being slow. Like I think I think they did find. Like I think they. I don't know. Like it, it looked like a like a like a. I, it, it looked like an After Effects thing or something. Like it, it didn't look, it didn't look good. Like it looked really bad. And it wasn't a dissolve straight to black. It was like it started at the top and then dissolved to the oh, bottom, like a weird Star Wars wipe. Yes, it was like, like a wipe. Slowed down. That's what it was. It was a wipe. It was oh, like okay. a wipe dissolve, and it was bad. Oh man, it wasn't good. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of the movie. And okay. um, all the ladies learn that they don't need no man. Having a man is good. Um, so yeah, you know what? Not a bad movie. No, it's it wasn't. Bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. It has some good moments. Yeah, and you do get frustrated. Yes, but I don't know. It's it's like kind of fun. It's got some fun moments. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. It's very breezy, despite it being kind of long, and you're kind of like bored a little bit. But like, it just kind of flows by. You're just kind of vi- you just got to be in the right vibe. That's for the it. thing. It's a vibe movie. Right? It's really it's, is. It's literally it like like Still Magnolias. Um, like uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. I don't know. I'm sure there's another movie that I can think of. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's women gonna... women be crying, yeah. and we're just gonna hang out with them for well, however long this issues. takes. I just, it's just they're running such ridiculous men. It's yeah, like, but are they ridiculous or are there are there uh, shitty it's guys? It's just, out just there? the way it is. Yeah. yeah, you know, how are you supposed to tell? Yeah, right? although just... it's not all of them are bad. Like, um, no, but you're always waiting to when it's safe, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes yeah. you exhale and it's bad. But like, what was it? That one with the, what was it? That, that, that one guy, Bunk, he was cool. He was a bit of a, you know, I guess he like, I guess he mansplained once, but, uh, yeah, yeah. he was okay. He was yeah. kind of, he kind of had weird vibes, but he wasn't necessarily bad. Yeah. It just, that was, I feel like the weirdest character moment for me, mm. but it, like, I feel like 
him being fired just for being like, hey, there's something on the engineering and thing. then her also going like i can't believe he went to a to a, a bar a club with, you're at a club yeah with a woman yeah it's like well you clearly fired him in your relationship so what do you expect yeah like what the fuck obviously he's gonna get he's gonna I go mean, back out it, there i guess it feels like shit if and he's a good guy he's, he's an okay guy he's an okay guy yeah he probably smelled like pussy a lot though he did he, he definitely smelled like pussy. his clothes did anyway he should have burnt that suit should have burnt that suit man um but yeah i didn't i didn't hate the movie i thought it was good no i yeah i i could see why i could see why People uh, like it. I see why aunties and moms from the '90s were yes. like, "Yeah, this is a vibe," you know, because they're probably that I, same age. That's the other thing. I was I was telling my wife like, "Oh, we're gonna watch Wait and Exhale," and she's like, "I feel like I know that title from somewhere," and I'm like, "I feel like I do too." Like, yeah, I feel like that I, is exactly what I said too. Yeah, like I'm like I feel like I know other like people. Like I'm sure there's women out there who have seen this movie, and it's just like it's it's one of those movies. It's like Steel Magnolias or whatever. It's just like, oh yeah, I've heard of this movie because yeah. people have talked about it's it. It's also refreshing not to have just country bumpkins running around like yeah, a bunch of white magnolias and yeah. uh, um that was another exciting thing is yeah it's like a primarily like black cast which was really cool. Yeah. Like and the white people were like most of the white people in the movie were like servers. Yeah, their servers are like, or like the weird party you go to with yeah. like the ball selling drugs or, it was kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of cool seeing like the the world through these these women's eyes. And then even the fact that it was also it wasn't directed by a woman, it was also directed by Forrest Whitaker, like a black man. Like yeah. it was cool. Like it felt I don't know, it's also like I, I know this this is another thing that that uh uh, black people have fallen into in films is like they don't know how to uh, white people white cinematographers white directors don't know how to photograph black people sometimes yeah that's true they don't know how to light them very well the cinematography is like whoa this is different turns yeah. out uh, light works differently on different skin tones yeah and it's like I don't know like the movie isn't like again I, I've said this before I don't think the movie is shot well but I or like the, the, the it's the, clear like you could see everyone you can see their expressions and it's, like the lighting maybe it's just that one scene I really like the scene where Angela Bassett was at the bar like that whole scene maybe it's also because she was smoking so it added like this very like kinetic cool energy of yeah. like smoke and they were drinking it's definitely like, in the 90s when everyone's smoking inside yeah inside in a bar that was also a really funny bit this is this is just me nitpicking but like she was she sat at the bar she lit a cigarette she ordered a drink the drink was full and then the guy comes by and then the 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 bartender brings by an ashtray and her drink is all gone and i was like wait did she just like knock that whole fucking drink back before the guy brought the ashtray no it was well obviously... that's the other thing this movie doesn't have a great sense of time either like yeah. you can never tell time passed but like they're yeah. like i've been dating this guy for a while and it's like well literally the last scene i saw you in yeah. you're with another man yeah, like yeah, i don't yeah. know the transitions are very hard to keep up with, in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, whatever. They, they explain it. It's just a little shocking when you hear it. You're like, oh, I didn't catch that. It, that was but like... again, it does have that feeling of, like, being a fly on the wall. Like, yeah, being another true. person sort of running into these women and going, like, where are you now? What's going on now? Oh, this is what's happening. And you kind of learn it from context clues sometimes. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it. No, I didn't either. I uh, it was all right. It was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed talking about it with you. Me uh, too. Here's a fun fact. No, no, it's a horrible fact. It's <laughs> an awful fact. Uh -huh. uh, according to Whitney Houston's longtime bodyguard, Houston suffered a cocaine overdose during the film's production. Whitney Houston suffered a cocaine overdose. Apparently, during this film's production. Oh my god. Yeah, I know she had a lot of problems. That sucks. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. What a fun fact. Yeah, exactly. That's why I changed. It. Mike, I changed it. I fixed it. Uh, but yeah. Um, wow. The also, the next time uh, Forrest Whitaker and Angela Bassett worked together was in Black Panther. Well, there you go. That's fun. Forrest Whitaker wasn't in this movie. He, just, he just directed it. I know, but they worked together. That's yeah, why I said yeah, worked yeah. together. But it's weird. He didn't put himself in the film. No, he really wanted to just focus on as a director. Which, you know, someone should tell uh, Spike... Uh, <laughs> Spike... 
Spike Lee that. Uh-huh. <laughs> which one? Spike Lee, Spike Jones, Spike <laughs> Lee, Spike Jones. <laughs> which one is which? <laughs> Both yeah. Spikes. Do you guys have any other 90s movies you recommend? I actually really like watching movies from this time period because they feel so aged. They feel aged, but they record. It's, you know, I know this is the thing is like this a couple of what last decade, people mm. were like, 80s movies hit me up. And yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like it's kind of what we're getting to now where it's like, okay, I'm at the part now where I vaguely remember the 90s. Yeah. I have feelings with things. Yeah. But I don't remember it too well. And if I look back on it, you're shocked by how poorly it's aged. Yes, very true. Um, very true. And that's why I want to see more of them. So if you guys have any other 90s movies, please recommend them to us. I would love to see more like this that you think we haven't seen. Uh, email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, other movies we've watched in the 90s, I'm trying to think of what other ones. I, I'm the, we had a 90s month. We had a whole 90s month. Check them out. Just check it out. Scroll uh, back Girl, a bit. Frying Green Tomatoes. All that good shit. Um, you can find them all on Eddie Pod catching app and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says even if it is a list of movies that was made before this that featured slow motion for instance you remember that scene in clockwork orange when they're walking down the river and alex like starts hitting people it's in like really fast motion like it's in normal speed or have you ever seen the movie hard-boiled that movie made in uh, 92 a couple Mm -hmm. years before that all the are you looking up a list of uh, slow motion movies on your phone you You motherfucker uh, see, uh, uh-huh. yeah, you ever movie. see a nature documentary where they slow down the speed of a hummingbird flying? Yeah, motherfucker, okay, I understand it. One last thing I want to bring up because I know yeah. that's been a perfect spot to end the podcast, but I want to say, besides Niffle Maniac, this is the most amount of times I've seen men coming with their O face <laughs> ever in a movie. Guys, recommend more movies with men coming. No, yeah, do it, uh, they're incoming. Good night, everybody. <laughs>